You're tuned in to the next episode of the Headmasters Podcast. This is John DePoe at Kingdom Preparatory Academy in Lubbock, Texas, bringing you our latest episode. Before we jump into this recording with uh, short conversations that I've had with two of our graduates, Tommy Nicholson, who graduated in the class of 2023 is at West Point. I had a chance to connect with him and you'll get to hear him in uh, this episode, as well as Hayden Murphy. Hayden graduated in the class of 2010 from KPA. So quite quite a, a few years back. And he uh, went to Baylor and graduated. He served in the Navy honorably. Uh, when he finished his time there, he went and taught for KPA, and now he's in Okinawa. And so you'll get to hear what he's doing there. And before we jump into those interviews, let me real quickly give you a few announcements. So on November 10th, uh, that's a Friday, we will have our next coffee with the headmaster. So mark that on your calendars. On November 10th, at, uh, in the evening, we will have our School of Rhetoric give their one-act play performance of The Last Lifeboat, and that will be at Moonlight Musicals, at the Moonlight Musicals Amphitheater. So that'll be real exciting and a great, uh, a great venue for that. Um, on November 14th, uh, we have our Harmonize for Hunger uh, Fine Arts performance. You'll hear from our Kingdom Singers and our pra- Warrior Praise Choir. LCU's best friends will be performing, and we'll even have some art from our art students on on display. Uh, On November 15th is the Thanksgiving feast for our School of Grammar. Make sure you order that and make plans if you're wanting to come to that. And then we have Thanksgiving break the following week. That's November 20th to the 24th. Well, let's go ahead and jump into those conversations. We're going to start with Tommy Nicholson at West Point Military Academy. All right, welcome to uh, to well, virtually KPA now. Um, for the- <laughs> recognize my friend with me why don't you introduce yourself hello my name is Hayden Murphy I'm a KPA graduate class of 2010 the magnificent seven as <laughs> I call them and probably no one else ever used that name but yes I graduated from KPA in 2010 uh, went on to Baylor University got my bachelor's there graduated in 2014 went into the Navy for five years, uh, came back after finishing my tour of duty, uh, taught for a a semester at KPA between um, the Navy and uh, grad school, got my master's at Baylor, and now I am currently in Okinawa, Japan, uh, teaching English as part of the JET program. And so, yes, uh, that's uh, where I've been since I've been at KPA. Sounds like an amazing uh, set of experiences and education. Um, and you you had a, a brother and a sister also graduate from KPA, right? Uh, two brothers and a sister, actually. We made a clean sweep. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, How myself, Asher, Aslan, and uh, most recently, Levi. Okay. And uh, how, how are they all doing? Is your family doing Okay. 
Yes, uh, they're all doing well. Asher's uh, working in Denver as a uh, graphic artist. He and his wife moved out there a couple of years ago. Aslan is uh, going to uh, graduate school for a nurse practitioner at LCU here in Lubbock. And uh, Levi is coming right along at Oklahoma State. Big man on campus up there. Yeah. At least uh, the way he tells it. Well, I'm really grateful for the time that you spent uh, teaching at KPA because that was helpful for me. You picked up a, a history class that I was uh, teaching that year and needed uh, some help, some relief on that. And you, you, it was really great having you step in and do that. Um, so tell me about what's going on. You're in o Okinawa. Um, tell me about what you're doing there. Yes. Um... Well, it started back when I was in the Navy. I did three of my five years at a naval base called uh, Yokosuka, which is about 45 minutes uh, south of Tokyo by train. Uh, did three years out there. Um, loved it. Um, just uh, became fascinated with Japanese culture, and I decided I wanted to come back, uh, but without all the uh, strict military uh, rules and regulations. And so... I was uh, looking around, and um, there were two main options. Um, there was a study abroad program through Baylor, and uh, there was uh, this job. Mm -hmm. um, the study abroad program um, fell apart at the last second because uh, they discovered I had enough credits to graduate, and so <laughs> even though, though there was a semester left on my scholarship, my department cut me off, and so mm -hmm. uh, that took study abroad off the, the table, but the same day uh, that I was told my uh, study abroad application had been rejected, I got word from the JET program saying they were going to wanted to offer me a job. And um, what the JET program is, it stands for Japan Exchange and Teaching Program, and it's a Japanese government program to recruit um, native English speakers to um, work as assistant language teachers in uh, schools in more rural areas that might not have the uh, resources to do a, a job search on, on their own. If you're, say, a school in a big city like Tokyo, you can probably find a couple of foreigners in the 38 million people in the metro area, but uh, Higashi's just um, where I'm, where I'm working. It's a uh, it's just a town of 1,600 people on uh, the backside of uh, the island. Um, it's gorgeous up here, but it's also a bit out of the way. Yeah. So it's uh, uh, not not too many um, Americans or anyone else who um, spoke speaks English as their first language just wanders up here. So. Are you? So yes, it's been. A, yeah. You're the only uh, you know white person out there. <laughs> uh no, there are two. Oh. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a fella named, uh, Walter and he held, uh, this job about 10 years, uh, before I, uh, I did. And, uh, he actually liked it so much that, uh, he, when his jet contract expired, he, uh, took a contract directly with the local school district. And so he's, uh, now living out here full time. But, uh, yes, uh, there was actually a story where a few weeks ago I was meeting with some of the other JET program um, teachers. Uh, there's a, a nearby city called Nago, and uh, we met there to eat dinner. And um, a fellow who lives in the next town over was talking, and he said, oh, so you're the new guy. Um, I heard from 
the the person who uh, handles my uh, my gas, uh, the natural gas at my home that a, a new foreigner had moved into Higashi. So <laughs> that's uh, yes, uh, one foreigner out here is uh, town news. Yeah. The, so how well do you speak Japanese? Ugh. Not good. That okay. is uh, <laughs> not not very good at all. I am studying, and uh, this is definitely what they call a full immersion environment. So okay. I'm hoping to uh, make some progress. But uh, thankfully, one of the things about the JET program is that they try to recruit people who they know probably don't have uh, the highest level of uh, Japanese language skills. It's built around accommodating that. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's the only reason I'm out here. If I had to negotiate and solve everything by myself, uh, never would have happened. Okay. So. What do you think of, uh, you know, you're living in that culture, the food, the clothing, the customs. Um, what, what could you tell some of our Lubbock folks is different about your experience uh, that stands out to you? Well, um, I walked out of my house, uh, go downhill, walk five minutes, and I'm at the beach. Mm -hmm. That's, That's nice. uh, definitely different from being in Lubbock. Mm -hmm. And they also have these, this stuff called rain. It's water that falls from the sky. <laughs> really weird. Never saw that in Lubbock. <laughs> I love Lubbock, though. Don't I'm not ragging on it. Just uh, pointing out that there are a few differences. Uh, when I told my students uh, that I lived, uh, my hometown was uh, 500 miles from the oceans, their jaws hit the floor. Ne they've never even conceived of something like that. Um, but I will say, they overcharge for pizza out here. It's like okay. twice twice what you'd have to pay, uh, even at the, the local Domino's or the Domino's in the city of Nago. Um, for whatever reason, pizza is super expensive out here. And they cannot make a good hamburger. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, every the um, I, I'm missing Whataburger. I am missing yeah. it uh, get you, very much. Get you I'll be home for Christmas, burger. and I'm going to get myself a patty melt then. Yeah. Um. In, how would one final question for you is just can you can you look back at all these experiences? You know, Baylor graduate school, the Navy, and now. Um, teaching in the JET program in Okinawa. Um, anything that you you can look back and say KPA uh, was beneficial or how it influenced your ability to, to you know, take on these new adventures and, and uh, accomplish some of these big, big things in your life? Yes. Uh, well, for one thing, it uh, really gave me a very strong grounding in, um, in the arts and humanities. Um, I've had to write uh, quite a lot in <laughs> college, both at the undergraduate and at the graduate level. And also I've sent in a lot of statements of purpose over the last uh, several years, applying for jobs and things like that. And so uh, KPA really taught me how to, um, how to write, how to process, how to uh, communicate uh, my thoughts effectively. And I also remember a moment from, it was in English class. This was 2009 or 2010. Um, it was a, a dual credit English class that was um, through South Plains, but taught at KPA. And uh, the teacher was uh, Miss Duncan. 
-hmm. Now you ask any of the older KPA alumni and they will probably have a story about Miss Duncan. We <laughs> all loved her, but she was an oddball. She was a she was a character. Yeah. And um one one thing that um she told me was uh told the the whole class one day was that Lubbock is a very good town, very good place to live, but don't uh don't spend your whole life there. Um that was um that was a, a discussion that kind of got me, you know, really got me thinking, okay, there's there's a bigger world out there. And if I want to go to it, I can go out there and I can do that because I have an education. Mm. And so that's uh yes, that's uh my word to uh the students, uh if any yeah. of them happen to be watching this. All right. Well, thanks for for sharing that. Let me pray for you and um we'll we'll close it out there. God, okay. thank you. I, I pray for Hayden and I thank you for the gifts that you've given him. And I, I ask for you to not only provide health and safety to him, but that he might find friendships, opportunities to grow in his faith and share that faith with others. And that he would um, just grow as a, as a human being, learning other cultures and languages and taking in new experiences. Uh, we are grateful for, for Hayden and his family. Uh, bless them even as they're apart and allow them uh, to, um, even while they're geographically distant, to grow close together through this uh, this experience. We, we love you, Lord. We thank you for Jesus Christ and his great sacrifice uh, that shows us truly what love is. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. That's good. Well, I am talking right now with a very special guest. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Yes, sir. I'm Thomas Nicholson. Uh, I was a graduate of Kingdom Preparatory Academy uh, in 2023, and now I'm in the class of 2027 at West Point. I'm a plebe here and um, just trying to yeah. figure it all out. Go to college. Well, how's life treating you? Uh, you're only in a, a few months, but uh, what's it like? Uh, it's pretty busy. That that'd probably be my best word to describe it. There's a lot of a lot that goes on day to day life. Lots of classes and waking up early for uh, various different things. Um, but busy and difficult would probably be the two words to describe it best. You get any good food up there? <laughs> uh, I hadn't heard this saying actually until a couple months before I left. But people started telling me. Um, that the Navy gets the gravy uh, and the Army gets the beans. I and I honestly, I, 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 I was confused at the saying initially, but I mean, it kind of makes sense now. The, the food is not very good. I've got <laughs> some funny, I've got some funny pictures of some meals that I have been reduced to, but yeah, it, it's edifying at least. Well, I know that they're giving you a pretty intense, uh, I mean, they're training you in all kinds of ways, mentally, physically, uh, you know, mature, raising up your maturity. Um, why don't you, uh, can, can you share some ways you might feel like you could tell people that Kingdom Preparatory Academy in some way helped prepare you for what you're going through? Absolutely. Uh, I think that mentally and physically, especially uh, with the, sorry, my roommate was saying something my uh physically of course at kpa uh, sports are very uh very prevalent and a lot of kids are 
required to at least be involved in a sport or in drama or uh, art or an extra elective of sorts. And so I know that a lot of my a lot of my friends back still in KPA right now are doing multiple sports and working on so many different things. So I think that I think that just being involved in so so many a different number of so many different things is actually uh, has benefited me a lot and benefited me a lot last summer when uh, the physical requirements were actually very very day to day and every morning you're waking up at four fifty one exactly <laughs> to go do uh, to go do some PT. Uh, and mentally, of course, the classes at KPA uh, were intentionally difficult. They're difficult for a specific reason. Uh, and you learn a lot and you learn about a lot about how to learn, which is uh, the exact it's it's almost the exact same theory as uh, my classes up here at West Point. Like the big thing that we're learning up here is uh, the process of actually how to learn and how to how to teach yourself something and how to read and study and research and um, learn for yourself along with working cohesively uh as a group and as a in a class setting especially like a lot of the kpa classes uh are very small size which are a, a great thing like up here it's the exact same way uh, my biggest size class up here is probably 14 people it's, i think it's my okay. math class yes sir so everything's structured very very similarly and kpa requires a lot of its uh a lot kpa requires a lot out of its students just like this school does and i think that uh, the intentions KPA has for their students are very similar to the intentions yeah. up here. I hear uh, you might be doing some athletic activities for uh, West Point. Can you share uh, uh, you what say. you're doing athletically? <laughs> yes, sir. I tried out for the uh, West Point men's team handball team earlier in the year. Uh, it's a competitive club up here. Uh, it's under the Department of Physical Education. Um, I think it's one of 10 or 12 competitive clubs, but I knew a uh, I knew a graduate. He graduated in 2023 from West Point, uh, and he played uh, on the men's team handball team. Um, for that's kind of sounds redundant uh, from sophomore to senior year, um, but he loved it, and I, I love being a part of that. Uh, we played a couple games so far. I think at some point before Thanksgiving break, we'll go down to the University of North Carolina to play some games. Uh, and the older kids right now are going to uh, Air Force pretty soon here. Uh, to go beat them and that's when I think all of my training back at KPA and especially basketball that that translates pretty pretty directly to handball yeah so that's been a really fun thing to be a part of you um when's the next time you're going to be back in Lubbock Texas I plan on coming back for Thanksgiving break so the core is uh the core is officially released on Wednesday that day before Thanksgiving which is a pretty small window to get back home uh, yes. But they've allowed us they've allowed us to be able to leave after our last duty on Tuesday. And so I'm going home um, with one of there's a first, there's a senior here uh, that's also from Lubbock. And we're going to go home uh, Tuesday afternoon. We'll we'll fly down. Um, so my last my last duty will be my last class on that Tuesday, which ends at three thirty. And so we'll come home Tuesday uh, and then we'll have to we'll have to be back up here um, by recall formation on uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving week. Uh, which will be about seven thirty in the afternoon. So, I'll be, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to see everyone back home, see my family, especially. I uh, I know how precious your weekend time is, so I don't want to take up too much. But do you have any final kind of shout outs to anyone still at KPA or any team or staff that you want to quickly, uh, you know, hit up? Uh, I would like to shout out uh, Mrs. Kastner. 
I feel like I feel like walking into her class, her English class every single day was uh and being yelled at. <laughs> was actually I like looking back on it, now I feel actually a little bit more prepared just to be just there you be go. pushed back a little bit, uh taken off my feet initially and have to react. Along with um my twelfth grade discipleship teacher, Mrs. Menifee. Uh yeah. she texted me earlier this week checking in on me. Uh, and that's just a testament to I mean, relationally, I've kept in touch with a lot of my former teachers at KPA. And I think that you build a lot of bonds at KPA uh, with your peers and even with your teachers that uh, that can last lifetimes. And so I yeah. think that those two shout outs specifically, uh, Logic 2 teacher, Dr. DePoe, I'd like to shout out him, uh, <laughs> along with every other teacher, Mr. Sherrod, every other teacher that uh, taught me throughout high school and throughout middle school, um, throughout elementary school. Um, very thankful for, very thankful for their uh, impact they've made on my life and my personal life and uh, where I am today. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I want to close this up. I want to pray for you and uh, I'll let you get back to what you got going on this weekend. Um, so let, let's pray together. Yes, sir. Uh, Lord, uh, I ask for your hand uh, to be on Tommy. Keep him safe. Uh, continue to grow him and mature him through his studies even when there are times when uh, it's, it's really hard. And so um, during those moments, we pray for your grace, especially to be poured out on him and to give him that extra measure that he needs to persevere. Um, I know that uh, he's a talented, smart, um, good young man. And I pray that you would continue to raise him up so that he can be um, a leader and that he can uh, take this training and these opportunities to, to bless those around him and to serve in a greater capacity. So uh, we know that these are things we can't accomplish on our own. So we pray for your help and ask for you to, to work in us. Uh, I thank you for the time I've had with uh, Tommy and uh, look forward to all the blessings that I get to continue to receive from him as uh, we continue to grow in our, our relationship. It's in uh, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Poe. You're welcome. And that's a wrap for our latest episode of the Headmasters podcast. Before I let you go, I just want to remind you of some of Kingdom Preparatory Academy's announcements. We have Coffee with the Headmaster on November 10th. That same day in the evening, our School of Rhetoric gives their one-act play performance of The Last Lifeboat at Moonlight Musicals. We will have our Harmonize for Hunger concert on November 14th. On November 15th is the School of Grammar's Thanksgiving Feast. And then don't forget about Thanksgiving break, November 20th to the 24th. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next episode.